Cairo Radio was paid a fee to air the following program. All information discussed on the following program is for general information purposes only and does not constitute legal advice or create an attorney-client relationship. Prior to acting on any legal matter, you should seek legal advice from a qualified legal attorney who can evaluate your situation and advise you accordingly. Welcome to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Your Partner in Law is brought to you in part by the law firm Gregorick & Associates PLLC. Charting your course to a secure future. Your Partner in Law starts now. Here's your host, Rick Gregorick. Hey, good morning and welcome to Your Partner in Law. I'm attorney Rick Gregorick and I'm in the studio this morning and we're going to be talking with you and I've got Scott Ralston with us to uh, help our discussion along a little bit. Hey, you know, it's kind of exciting. Uh, You know, it's almost Labor Day and, you know, things are happening. The fall's upon us. And what that means is Retirement Roundtable is right around the corner. And I know many of you have been asking, uh, well, since last year, about when the new one is. So uh, we kicked off last week, and so we do have our Retirement Roundtable at Maidenbauer Center. It's coming up October 5th. Need to get your early bird tickets now at yourpartnerinlaw.com. We'll maybe chat a little bit about the event as we go through um, today because there's uh, we've got a lot going on. Hey, you know, we've got John Curley. I, I, I don't know if I confirmed that with you, Scott, but um, when we were talking last week about the event, but uh, John's going to emcee it again, which is great. Everybody really had a lot of fun when uh, he's there, and it kind of changes yeah, you, the whole if, tenor of an estate planning conference. Yeah, right? and if you've if you've never had the opportunity, you know, you see him you see him on on TV and but if you've ever had the opportunity to like sit and watch him at one of these events, it's really a good time and he's just he is so personable and he tells these funny stories and he just does a great job. He's got a little bit of energy going on. Yeah, he does have a little, got a little bit of energy going on, and you know that's so, things like that are always infectious. So it's um, we always have a lot of fun at the retirement roundtable. Uh, you get to talk with financial advisors, long-term care folks, uh, professional fiduciaries from Capstone Trust. There'll be long-term care um, senior housing folks there. And of course, Scott's going to be there, and Ted Hansen, myself, and yeah, we got we got a new new program this year. Yeah, well. so there's always new information. So uh, we're we'll give you a little peeks under the tent as we uh, as we move towards that. But uh, do get your early bird tickets; um, they're on sale for a limited time or until they run out. So uh, don't delay, as they say, and get your tickets today. Well, that's kind of poetic. What was going on there? Anyhow, so you know, one of the things that um, I'm always amazed at, Scott, is, you know, as I scurry the internet on a, sadly, a near daily basis, just looking for, you know, what's going on. And I constantly run across things that are purportedly giving people estate planning advice as though that's it. That's the holy grail. There's the answer. And the answer is really simple, folks. The answer is a properly designed estate plan that you've sat down with your attorney and gone through and um, put some put some time and in, in, you know reflection onto it and uh, put a little bit of effort into it. I mean, that's what it takes to do an estate plan. It takes a little bit of effort. And yet well, so many of these articles, it's just like, oh, sit down and just whip out this document and you know, sign here and go buy life insurance and your estate's all better. Well, that, that was about what I was about to bring up is it's, it's experience as well. In getting a proper estate plan together, having someone that has some form and level of experience in understanding, first of all, what makes up a proper estate plan. And then second of all, someone that has experience with understanding, okay, what what are families about and what are appropriate for different family situations? And, of course, every single family situation is going to be different. Yeah, we and, certainly learned that over the and, years, have and, we not? <laughs> and as, you know, as an attorney, I mean, everyone can have an estate plan. Everyone can go to the Internet and just get a, quote, estate plan. Now, is that an estate plan that is based upon advice from someone that is experienced? No, that's an estate plan that may or may not work and in many cases – does not work. Well, and that can even make things worse. Well, they certainly I mean, can. And, and that's one of the things we've experienced, especially you in the practice, uh, handling the contested matters, as we've so often talked about, where you really get a 
first-hand front-row seat on, I guess what we'll call estate planning gone wrong, Mm -hmm. which goes wrong in so many areas that we've talked about. I mean, obviously, it is not having a plan at all. It goes wrong every day. And yet having the wrong plan or no plan, an outdated plan, we talk about all these things. But, you know, we've got to make sure that to do these things. I mean, and then an estate plan is something that should be somewhat of a guide throughout people's lives, like business documents. You know, you form a corporation or a limited liability company, you should refer to your documents. And yet we know in both cases, in the small business case and in the personal um, case, that people do these documents, whether they're corporate documents or they're estate planning documents, then all too many of you put those documents in a drawer or maybe in the safe, never to be looked at again. Yeah, and and we do run into this, and it's yeah different but similar. Is you know you get people that get together and they put together a business, and they're very loosey goosey at the beginning, and then they over the years they grow, they add employees, they add an office, they get a lease, they get equipment, they have more and more customers, they start to develop proprietary information, and they don't have a business plan. And it's the same thing with estate planning. It's exactly the same. A lot of same. people, you know, you, you as your life goes on, life becomes more complicated. There's more people that come into your life. You, you know, you graduate from school. You start building your 401k. You start investing. You get married. You have kids. You get divorced. You buy a rental. You know, all of these things are, are they accumulate over life. Keep looking at me when you say all these and, things. And, uh, <laughs> well, we're all like that. That's why. <laughs> yeah, we're all like this. So, you know, these are the kinds of things that happen both in business and life that people do not adequately plan for. You know, we always say plan early, plan often. You know, find an attorney, sit down with an attorney. If you're running a business or you don't have an estate plan or you have an estate plan that's several years old or it's an estate plan that you just ripped off the internet, you know, sit down, talk to an attorney that's a qualified attorney and start working with that attorney to put together what it is that you truly need for your situation based upon your economic situation, based upon your family situation, based upon your age, your health. All of those factors that come into play in putting together an appropriate estate plan. You know, it is, it is so important, and I, you know, I think Scott, you know, gave some good summaries there. But it, it just, it's critical that you have the right people in the right positions at the right times. We talk about this so often as your choices of fiduciaries, which are trustees, agents, executors, if you will, personal representatives. In other words, these are the people who are going to help you carry out your estate plan. And that what we try to stress is your plan is going to work better when you create it based on you and you have chosen the right people. Well, and that's it, when it's going to have a chance of working. Well, and it, that's another thing. I mean, we talk, you know, we've been talking about you know, making sure that you put together a plan that's an appropriate plan for your situation. You could have the perfect plan for your situation except for one thing that you neglected to adequately plan for, which is the right person to carry out that plan. If you pick the wrong person to carry out that plan, it doesn't matter how good the plan is if they don't carry it out. And this is where I come into play. Well, yeah, because some people, they don't care what a document says. They're going to do what they darn well please no matter what. Or it's just ignorance or lack and, of and knowledge. Again, this, they just do. Right. And this comes back to working with an experienced attorney because an experienced attorney is going to sit down and they're going to have that conversation with you. Okay. One of the questions I am always asking uh, in in early in the discussion after, as always, people say, okay, well, I'd like my kids to be in charge. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. Do your kids hate each other? And the answer is, oh, well, uh, and, you know, when that answer starts, I already know that there's conflict between the kids because there's a pause or there's a, uh, a, 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 a the lack of an equivocal or an unequivocal response. Excuse yeah, me. you know, I think you're right. I mean, when when people sit there and they ask such a, a pointed, you know, difficult to answer question that has kind of political correctness behind it, you know, we're supposed to support our kids, love our kids and all those mm-hmm. kind of things. But sometimes our kids may just be the worst person on the planet to put in charge of assets because of either undue influence from their siblings or the sibling rivalry well, it, that's gone on and just it, and, this competition. You know, like my question earlier, and I, I tend to be blunt, you know yeah. that from working with me, but I, I, I sometimes actually do ask, do your kids hate each other? Just to get a response. It's just to get a, to elicit a response. And 
you know, there's a lot of sibling rivalry. There's a lot of step-sibling rivalry. Um, and, you know, putting one or the other of these kids in place, if they have a history of conflict, is a bad idea. And that's where it a lot of It perpetuates that history of conflict. It right. And that's, it it, well, it, it, not only it perpetuates it, but you end up in a situation, you know, you become disabled, okay? So, so now we're talking highly emotionally charged situation and kids that have years of conflict, okay? And, you know, that pent highly up, pent up emotional charged mm-hmm. situation is now going to be exacer- – is go- now going to exacerbate the conflict slash disdain that these children have for each other. And it's unfortunate, but this is a reality and this is part of what we're talking about earlier. Sitting down and talking to an attorney, no matter how good your plan is – no matter no matter how perfect it is for your situation, if you make the error of putting the wrong person in charge, which often is a child or a spouse, okay, that may be the wrong choice, even though that is the natural and logical choice that all of us will first go to. That may be the wrong choice. And in making that wrong choice, your plan may not be Well, it just may not out. work at all. And, and, and you fund the litigation out of your money, Typically, you know, if you get into yeah. problems on this, so it, it is really tough. Hey, folks, we'd love to chat with you this morning. We know you have lots on your mind. You always ask us lots of questions at our events and that. So if you'd like to uh, chat with myself and Scott this morning on air, we'd love to chat with you at 888 That's for Cairo and KTH. KTTH, both T's in there, and uh, so 888-973-5476, that's going to get you right on air and ask your question or comment, love to hear from you, we'll be right back. Sometimes big events in your life all of a sudden cause you to wake up and realize you should start planning for the future. I lost my dad a little over a year ago to cancer, and I remember thinking to myself, I should probably have a will or trust. So I called Rick Gregorick. Now, the reason I called Rick Gregorick is because I've been listening to him on Cairo Radio on Sunday mornings, and the guy is an absolute expert. I sat down with him. I explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or charitable trust, real estate, taxes. It was so complicated. I was so glad I had Rick right there to walk me through the whole process. So be proactive. Take control of your life right now. Go meet with Rick Gregorick and schedule a compliment consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show like I do, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Schedule a meeting with my estate planner, Rick Gregory, at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. One of the biggest mistakes you can make heading into retirement is not planning for the high cost of an extended health care situation. A lot of people assume they have enough money saved only to watch everything they've worked hard for get whittled down to nothing from the ongoing costs of a long-term care situation. Don't make this mistake. By putting a long-term care plan in place, you guarantee yourself a source of funds to pay for care when needed, and you also know you won't become a burden on your family. Do what my wife and I did. Go learn all about the new long-term care plans offered by 525 Advisors. These new plans protect your savings, protect your family, and pay your estate back if you never use them. Learn more by attending one of the upcoming classes taught by Brian Ott, who's the host of Long-Term Care Radio right here on Cairo. Brian has two classes is coming up Friday, September 20th and Saturday the 21st. Seating's limited, so sign up today at 525longtermcare.com. Classes are free and you'll even get a copy of Brian's book. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Retirement Roundtable is the retirement planning event of the year, so come join me October 5th at Maidenbauer Center. Hey, it's John Curley with Rick Gregorick, host of Your Partner-in-Law. Rick, I love Retirement Roundtable. John, once again, we're bringing the experts together to teach you about about estate and elder planning, financial planning, reverse mortgages, 1031 exchanges, long-term care insurance, health care, senior housing, and much more. All those experts are in one room. Tom Cock of Talking Real Money will explain finances in good times and bad. Steve Elliott from Capstone Trust will cover fiduciary services. And Dr. Yardley is going to discuss health care versus disease care. Retirement Roundtable is an informative and fun half-day event. So come join me and get all the facts at Retirement Roundtable on October 5th at Maidenbauer Center. It sells out every year. And right now, you can get early bird pricing. So get your tickets today at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's your 
yourpartnerinlaw.com. Now back to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. All righty, welcome back. I'm Rick Gregory from the law firm of Gregory and Associates, host of Your Partner in Law, right here on Cairo and KTTH every Sunday morning. Hey, you can find us on the web in so many places, yourpartnerinlaw.com, rjglegal.com. Of course, you can find us on Twitter and LinkedIn and all the regular sites, and mynorthwest.com. You can listen to our podcast through the uh, Cairo or KTTH apps, uh, get your favorite one. You probably already got those, and you can tune us in and listen live or anytime that's convenient on our podcast. So uh, like all the shows on KTTH and Cairo, we're um, we're all there on MyNorthwest.com, and you can click on that and find everything in the world. It's, um, it's really a great thing, and so it's real easy to find us. We're not going to hide. So anyhow, you've heard that uh, John Curley is going to be our MC out of retirement Roadmap that, uh, excuse me, retirement roundtable. Get the right event coming up here in October. So um, I really do look forward to uh, seeing all you folks out there. So uh, when you come out, make sure you uh, introduce yourself. And um, I'm always interested in, you know, do you listen to Cairo or do you listen to KTTH? We should maybe have a contest on, you know, how many people from each one and see what we can do to drum up some business and maybe maybe we can get the stations to have a little bit of a grand prize thing or something. We'll have a little station-to-station, interstation competition. What do you think, Scott? How about a cruise? A cruise? Yeah, cruise, that'd be a good or, prize. Well, don't bait that too much. Don't put that out there. All right, all right. We'll, have to, we'll have to figure that out. I know. Out. I just got a bunch <laughs> of people's attention. Um, we will. Hey, well, you know, out at uh, – um, Roundtable, though, there will be uh, – there's always, um, you know, great uh, door prizes and um, there's usually a grand prize. Well, not usually. There is always a grand prize and there will be again this year. We're going to keep it secret until close, but uh, last year's was um, well-received. I think that uh, if we could do that well again this year, we'll we'll have, um, have a good time. So um, we do have a lot of fun out there, so we do want to join you. So, folks, when we're talking about estate and elder planning – it's so much more than just simply having a will. We hear this, you know, over and over again where, you know, we'll talk to people and out at our events and I'll ask people, well, do you have an estate plan? They say, oh, yeah, I have a will. Well, a will is a part of an estate plan, but in and of itself is not an estate plan. Yeah, and that's the, that's the same thing we get. We get the phone call all the time is all I need is a simple will. So all I have is a will and all I need is a simple will. It's pretty much the same thing. That's not an estate plan. No, it's a it's a critical component. Having a properly drafted will is certainly a critical component. But let's think, folks. Let's make this, you know, why would that not be your estate plan? Well, because between now and the time your will becomes effective, hopefully you've got a lot of living to do. Unfortunately, in that living, there could be some disability or some difficulties along the way. So that's what real estate planning is. It's really life planning. Over 20 years ago on the radio, um, I think we were back on another station at that time, and we really started using the term life planning um, because really estate planning is about planning your life. Now, that's become a much more popular term today. I do believe we may have been the first or among the first to have used that terminology because very early on in my practice, I realized that you have to sit there and say, where am I today and what is my journey going to be as I go through life eventually towards my death? And an estate plan is something that walks through that journey with you and is kept up to date and current as you go through various milestones, whether that milestone is, you know, getting married, having children, you know, things of that nature, children graduating from college, you know, the milestones of life. Yeah, and there's all these components to an estate plan besides that, quote, simple will. There's the powers of attorney for medical decision-making, powers of attorney for financial decision-making. There are medical directives. When you cannot speak for yourself, what do you want to happen to you under certain circumstances? There's a HIPAA release so that people can obtain information. There's another very small document that can be very important. That is your funeral directions. Mm-hmm. You know, we've, we've actually had a couple of cases in the office where people are, are in court 
after somebody has passed away, we're not talking about fighting over you know what's in the will. We're talking within a couple of days of somebody passing, there's court action fighting over what is the desire or what should the funeral be or who should get well, the ashes. Final disposition. Is it going to be buried yeah. or cremated? And like you said, one of them, uh, I mean, we've had cases like yeah. this where, you know, kind of the corpse, God, that sounds horrible. The corpse is held hostage yeah, and until it can be determined what the eventual fate is. God, no one wants to go through that. No, but so, so, so my point is this, is when people say, you know, I have an estate plan, I, I've got my will, you, you have a part of your estate plan. But there's all of these other pieces that you need in your estate plan to put your planning in place and to avoid conflict because that's that's you know a big part of what this is is essentially you are doing something for your family so that your family does not end up having to make decisions for you or a judge having to make decisions for you. And either way, those are not necessarily going to be your decisions. And without the appropriate planning documents that take care of all of these different pieces that us as a as planning attorneys know about and know that need to be addressed. I mean, this is how much experience do we have in our firm as far as putting together estate plans and sitting down and talking with clients? We have done thousands of estate plans in our office. So we have the experience to sit down and talk with you and have the experience to put together all the types of documents that you would need for your circumstance. You know, and and another area that is so important is, and we'll probably have to pick up on this after our next break, but, you know, a couple different areas that we sometimes gloss over and yet they're terribly important. We don't leave final instructions for the care of our children and naming guardians for them and where they're going to live and who's going to manage their money. And not enough thought is given to this. So these are some of the things we want to talk a little bit about. And then how about those fuzzy friends, our pets? How, how do they integrate into estate planning? Maybe that's uh, something we'll talk about here in the next well, that's few That's a good minutes. one. Yeah. So we'll take your calls at 888-973-5476. 888 That's a hotline to Cairo and KTTH right now. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. A lot of people with near or over a million dollars in assets will mistakenly pay more in taxes in a long-term care situation than what it would have cost them to set up an insurance plan to pay for the care needed. Due to recent changes in the Pension Protection Act, these new asset-based plans guarantee a tax-free benefit for long-term care and pay your estate back with interest if you never use it. But most importantly, it's about having a plan. All your kids have to do is carry out your wishes. You're not a burden on them. That's why I love the advice my wife and I got from Brian Ott and 525 Advisors. Brian's asset-based class is Friday, September 20th in Bellevue. This class is aimed at individuals and couples who have accumulated close to or more than a million dollars in assets and may be considering self-funding long-term care costs in the future. Learn why that is not the best idea. Seating will be limited for this special asset-based class. September 20th in Bellevue. Reserve your spot right now. Go to 525longtermcare.com. 525longtermcare.com. Retirement Roundtable is the retirement planning event of the year. So come join me October 5th at Maidenbauer Center. Hey, it's John Curley with Rick Gregrick, host of your partner-in-law. Rick, I love Retirement Roundtable. John, once again, we're bringing the experts together to teach you about estate and elder planning, financial planning, reverse mortgages, 1031 exchanges, long-term care insurance, health care, senior housing, and much more. All those experts are in one room. Tom Cock of Talking Real Money will explain finances in good times and bad. Steve Elliott from Capstone Trust will cover fiduciary services. And Dr. Yardley is going to discuss health care versus disease care. Retirement Roundtable is an informative and fun half-day event. So come join me and get all the facts at Retirement Roundtable on October 5th at Maidenbauer Center. It sells out every year. And right now, you can get early bird pricing. So get your tickets today at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's your partnerinlaw.com Return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host Rick Gregorick Alrighty Welcome back to Your Partner in Law Hey, you know, I'm here with Scott Ralston uh, from the office, uh, attorney and Scott uh, does um, well over the years has handled Wow, a lot of litigation cases or 
pre-trial cases, settlement cases, mediations, arbitrations, alternative dispute resolutions, all that kind of stuff that gets most people's blood pressure popping through their eyebrows. But, um, you know, as a litigator, you you know, one of the things that a litigator brings to the party is calmness, hopefully, in trying to bring some order uh, and to limit the emotions. You know, that's a good point, actually, because... A lot of, you know, the, the general public thinks of someone that does litigation as being, you know, super aggressive and wanting to fight everything. And there's a time and place for that approach. But as a as a litigator, um, I mean, I, I, I try and keep in mind, I mean, what is the, an outcome that is going to be good for my client? And that doesn't always mean winning 100 percent. Well, Scott, so many of your cases involve people who know each other family members, yeah, uh, you know, things of that nature. And so many of the litigants um, really are trying to, well, you know, assert their rights, of course, but then maybe in the process have some possibility of the family healing later, perhaps, because these things, you know, obviously can tear families apart. Yeah, and I mean, just in, like divorce. Because I, I do, you know, I do a lot of family law and I do a lot of trust in the state. And in, in both of those cases, like you say, in, in business litigation as well, you're dealing with people that all know each other. And, you know, especially in family law, um, maybe to a lesser extent in business and trust in a state, when the case is over, oftentimes people are going to have to uh, live with each other for quite some time. I mean, if you're getting divorced and you've got kids under the age of five, you've got minimum 13 years. But the reality is, is you got 20 plus, if not a lifetime more of having to interact with that other parent. And and what is that interaction people want? I mean, so oftentimes it's the scorched earth and the people have this, you have to have police escorts to drop off the kids with each other. I mean, it's terrible. these These cases can be extremely toxic and of course, very damaging to both parties, both financially and emotionally, to the parents, um, husband and wife, <clears throat> and uh, very damaging to the kids. And, and you know, the, there's not a huge distinction, uh, frankly, between family law cases, you know, traditional family law cases like divorce and child custody disputes and parties that are fighting over – uh, someone that is disabled and unable to make decisions. You know, or, you know, par- you know siblings fighting over si- the parents. Siblings estate. fighting over parents when they become disabled and they, they don't have appropriate estate planning in place or they have no estate planning in place and they end up in the court system either through an action to enforce or to uh, cancel a power of attorney or they end up in an action for a guardianship because the the power of attorney is not working or there is no power of attorney or the trust is not working, you know, any of these particular types of circumstances. You know, when when people end up in in court under those circumstances, they're going to be very uh, highly emotional and they're going to fight very similarly as they would in family law cases. And like I say, I mean, when it's all said and done, they may not have to live with each other like you have to when you have kids and you have essentially a lifetime ahead of you in which you're going to have to co-parent. But at the same time, you know, all of this damage that litigation does, as a, as a litigator, you know, if I have to engage in that type of damaging litigation because I have to represent my client and that's the direction that the case has to go, that's the case that – that's the, the direction that it's going to have to go. But, you know, one of the things that I bring to the table is, you know, uh, 20 plus years of experience in litigation and knowing uh, and being able to advise my client on, you know, which battles are the battles you really want to fight, uh, which battles are even worth winning um, and, you know, what direction can the case be taken to minimize not just the emotional damage but also the financial damage because, you know, scorched earth – Litigation um, and fighting and fighting and fighting can be extremely costly, extremely time-consuming. And so, you know, these are all things that need to be weighed when you sit down with a litigation attorney and you're about to go down that path. Yeah, it's it's just terribly important uh, to put all this in place and, 
You know, one of the things, you know, most people, we do have to have some talk about. I mean, we ask everybody, well, how do your kids get along? The first response is, oh, they, they get along great. Then we have to just start talking about, you know, some situations. And it's not that it's, it, it's sometimes it's not that your kids don't like each other. It's just that they think differently. You know, it, it's so interesting. And as we've worked yeah. with so many families, and I can even look at my own family, my brother and I are as diverse as it could possibly be in some areas. And yet we're my, you know, he's my brother. And I've always told people that if I had to be in a foxhole and someone I know has my back, he has my back. But there are other things in, you know, his life and his family situation that wouldn't be appropriate for me to ask him to do certain other things. So you have to kind of figure out what is the best way to use the various family members that we have and the various types of jobs, and then maybe build in some checks and balances within our system and things to help them work better, build in conflict resolution matters. And I see I got to get going here because we need a quick break. So we're going to resume after this quick break with your calls at 888-978-973-5476. How could I ever forget that? We'll be right back, folks. Retirement. What does it mean to you? Has it changed as a result of today's economy? Are you worried about your future? Could there be stormy seas ahead? Hi, this is Rick Gregrick, founder of Gregrick & Associates. We're a dedicated team of legal and tax professionals that can help you navigate your course for a secure future. Whether you're just thinking about your retirement or you're well into your retirement years, whether you're single, married, or involved in a domestic partnership, we can help you create your necessary legal and tax planning. I am so glad I found one firm that can help me with all my legal and tax needs. Call today for your free consultation, 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. You can also sign up for a partner-in-law event. Just go to yourpartnerinlaw.com and find the elder law or estate planning course that's best for you. You can register for both events by going to yourpartnerinlaw.com, yourpartnerinlaw.com. One of the biggest mistakes you can make heading into retirement is not planning for the high cost of an extended health care situation. A lot of people assume they have enough money saved only to watch everything they've worked hard for get whittled down to nothing from the ongoing costs of a long-term care situation. Don't make this mistake. By putting a long-term care plan in place, you guarantee yourself a source of funds to pay for care when needed, and you also know you won't become a burden on your family. Do what my wife and I did. Go learn all about the new long-term care plans offered by 525 Advisors. These new plans protect your savings, protect your family, and pay your estate back if you never use them. Learn more by attending one of the upcoming classes taught by Brian Ott, who's the host of Long-Term Care Radio right here on Cairo. Brian has two classes is coming up Friday, September 20th and Saturday the 21st. Seating's limited, so sign up today at 525longtermcare.com. Classes are free and you'll even get a copy of Brian's book. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Retirement Roundtable is the retirement planning event of the year, so come join me October 5th at Maidenbauer Center. Hey, it's John Curley with Rick Gregrick, host of Your Partner-in-Law. Rick, I love Retirement Roundtable. John, once again, we're bringing the experts together to teach you about about estate and elder planning, financial planning, reverse mortgages, 1031 exchanges, long-term care insurance, health care, senior housing, and much more. All those experts are in one room. Tom Cock of Talking Real Money will explain finances in good times and bad. Steve Elliott from Capstone Trust will cover fiduciary services. And Dr. Yardley is going to discuss health care versus disease care. Retirement Roundtable is an informative and fun half-day event. So come join me and get all the facts at Retirement Roundtable on October 5th at Maidenbauer Center. It sells out every year. And right now, you can get early bird pricing. So get your tickets today at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's your partnerinlaw.com. Now back to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Hey, welcome back to Your Partner in Law. I'm Rick Gregorick. You can find us at rjglegal.com. You know, hey, we're talking, you know, just kind of generalities about estate planning and the people in your plan and the interaction of people and how important it is that you pick the right people. I call these the actors of your estate plan, whether they be 
trustees under trust, uh, agents under powers of attorney, attorneys in fact, we might call them. Um, geez, what are, what are the other jobs we got? My goodness, there's so many of them. But anybody that's acting in a capacity for you as an agent, trustee, executor, things like that, the choice of that person is so fundamentally important. Um, as Scott was saying, I mean, we can put a great document out there, but if it goes in the hands of the wrong actor, it's not going to work. They'll either ignore the document, do what they want to do. This is how, you know, this is, this is life. This is what happens. And so well, well, and you, it really and gets you down to you it. chose the wrong person. You think about it. When you, on a monthly basis, what all do you deal with in your own personal life? You've got your auto insurance, home insurance, mortgage, second mortgage, health insurance, your, your cable, your, all of your utilities. You have all of these, these just ongoing monthly expenses. Now, you probably have most of these things on auto pay and have everything set up, okay? But let's say that your parent becomes disabled, okay? Now, you have to step in and you have to figure out everything that they have been paying in short order. You have to start making the decisions as to from where these the source of payments are going to come from. You have to figure out what all there is out there. So that's a lot of responsibility. Now think about this as the person that is putting together the estate plan. Which individual in your plan has these capacities? You know, picking a child that is uh, all the way in New Zealand um, – <laughs> And even though they're good with finances, may be the wrong choice. Picking the child that lives two doors down but has had a lot of problems with finances may not be the good choice. You know, so, so those are obviously extremes. But you know, think about it. Think about the responsibility that you're putting upon whomever it is that's going to make the decision. I use the, the, the child as the example because that's our well, natural that's the, choice. That's the most common yeah. choice is people choose their – Things. You know, and Scott, as, a, as an interesting aside, when we're doing planning for folks that have not had children of their own. Like, like me. Like you. Mm-hmm. There is a much different discussion over these fiduciaries because there isn't that one That's right. obligatory, so to speak, built in, got to go to my spouse and my oldest and child and on down through the succession. That's this kind yep. of people feel obligated that way. Well, when you don't have a child then you don't feel obligated and we actually have you know some fairly in-depth conversations um with people um that have uh, chosen not to have children for whatever reason and you know where how does that all work and you know one of the things that we're going to be talking about out at uh, retirement road uh, round table <laughs> in october is is this very subject and uh we've got um, capstone trust is going to be there steve elliott with capstone and he's going to go through you know the various types of fiduciaries that are available to use in your plan in addition to your family members professionals trust banks things of that nature he's going to go through and talk about all the pros and cons of those because for many folks you may be surprised the cost of professional assistance in your estate plan can be very cost-effective sometimes. And if, uh, if it avoids these problems that Scott has you know, been talking about and we've been talking about today, if it avoids any of those problems, it is clearly the most sound economic decision you might make. But is it, you know, we've got to, you know, it's just like everything else in life. This is, these are tools. How do we apply the right tools to your situation? You know, and many folks that have, they say, well, you know, I, my, my older son or my oldest daughter, I really tried him well, but maybe they don't have the experience. This is another factor. Parents have $10 million estate. Kids are just getting going. They don't have the wealth. They've grown up seeing it, but they haven't grown up managing it. And wow, there's a, that's yeah. a cold shower when all of a sudden you have to come in with that much resources that you're not familiar with. Yeah, and then, and then there's you know, the other choices. Well, I, we, we, we choose our son who is a doctor, okay? Uh, he may be an excellent choice. However, he's very busy. You know, so, so all, there's just so many factors that can come into play in making a decision and picking who it is that is appropriate because 
a person may have the skill and they may be geographically located in a place that makes sense to assist you in the event you do become disabled. But their own schedule may make it difficult for them to help you, which again is why there are these professional companies out there like Capstone that can assist with this process. And there, and, you know, and for someone like myself who doesn't have kids and my cats are useless, I mean, they're not going to be able to make decisions for me. So I have to. I'm glad you've recognized that now. So I, I have. We to had find, that conversation that they were not qualified fiduciaries. That's correct, and mm-hmm. and uh, it's a lack of opposable thumb. I think is the reason. <laughs> So the presence of a tail. <laughs> so, but but I mean, it, realistically, I mean, there are a lot of individuals out there that are single individuals that either uh, don't have kids or they just know that their kids are not necessarily the right choice. Um, and then you start looking to okay, your parents. Well, your parents are older than you, obviously. They may not be a good choice. Well, then you start looking to siblings. Well, siblings may be a good choice, but oftentimes siblings are spread out over the country. Well, you know, so the, the geographic so distance yeah. becomes uh, an issue, and so that's where you turn to a professional fiduciary. And of course, professional fiduciary can be a backup. And always, you know, in in all plans, uh, you should either have a a, a designated professional as the successor uh, in the event any of the people that you do choose are unable or unwilling to serve or you should at least have a mechanism and I think you before the break you were talking about that you should have a mechanism well, by yeah, which a, a professional can be appointed right so let's say you've done a you know a, a trust a living trust and other documents along those lines you can create other fiduciary positions such as a trust protector and this is something that the public doesn't know a heck of a lot about um, because when I bring it up, people go, oh, I've never heard of that. Well, trust protectors have been uh, – they were brought into Washington law back in 1999, uh, same year that the Trust and Dispute um, – Trust and State, State Dispute Resolution, Resolution Act. Act. Tedra, it's a mouthful Sunday morning. Uh, the same year that that came into being. And the um, – Features that these uh, new estate laws brought in are really tremendous. So we'll pick that up uh, right after this quick break, and we'll be right back. My dad would always say the three worst words in the English language were shoulda, coulda, and woulda. So many people with retirement right around the corner or in the middle of it have the shoulda, coulda, wouldas facing them. They're not proactive. You didn't take care of the will. You didn't take care of the trust. They didn't do what was needed to do when it came to real estate and taxes. So right now, let's avoid the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and call Rick Gregorick. Rick Gregorick is my estate planner. I sat down with Rick, explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or a charitable trust, real estate or taxes. It is so complicated. You've got to rely on an expert like Rick, who is so kind and knowledgeable about all of it. So be proactive. Take control of your life now. You can schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick, my estate planner, yourpartnerinlaw.com. A lot of people with near or over a million dollars in assets will mistakenly pay more in taxes in a long-term care situation than what it would have cost them to set up an insurance plan to pay for the care needed. Due to recent changes in the Pension Protection Act, these new asset-based plans guarantee a tax-free benefit for long-term care and pay your estate back with interest if you never use it. But most importantly, it's about having a plan. All your kids have to do is carry out your wishes. You're not a burden on them. That's why I love the advice my wife and I got from Brian Ott and 525 Advisors. Brian's asset-based class is Friday, September 20th in Bellevue. This class is aimed at individuals and couples who have accumulated close to or more than a million dollars in assets and may be considering self-funding long-term care costs in the future. Learn why that is not the best idea. Seating will be limited for this special asset-based class. September 20th in Bellevue. Reserve your spot right now. Go to 525longtermcare.com. 525longtermcare.com. Retirement Roundtable is the retirement planning event of the year. So come join me October 5th at Maidenbauer Center. Hey, it's John Curley with Rick Gregorick, host of Your Partner-in-Law. Rick, I love Retirement Roundtable. John, once again, we're bringing the experts together to teach you about estate and elder planning, financial planning, reverse mortgages, 1031 exchanges, long-term care insurance, health care, senior housing, and much more. All those experts are in one room. 
Tom Cock of Talking Real Money will explain finances in good times and bad. Steve Elliott from Capstone Trust will cover fiduciary services. And Dr. Yardley is going to discuss health care versus disease care. Retirement Roundtable is an informative and fun half-day event. So come join me and get all the facts at Retirement Roundtable on October 5th at Maidenbauer Center. It sells out every year. And right now, you can get early bird pricing. So get your tickets today at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's your yourpartnerinlaw.com. We return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregorick. Crank it up. I guess I got to turn my mic back on. There we go. All righty. Hey, right before break, we were talking a little bit about um, backup fiduciaries. In other words, you know, you make your initial choices, and hopefully we've chosen wisely. We've gone through our analysis of the people, some, you know, their integrity, their job skills, things of that nature. Are they going to be able to handle this? Do they have the amount of time? Are they available? All these kind of things. And But no matter what choices we make, circumstances could arise that that person's not available for some reason. Whether they've passed on, they became disabled, they moved. Uh, or they just don't want to do it or can't do it at the time for other obligations that they might have. And so we were talking about back in 99, um, there were, you know, a new provisions put into Washington law to create the position of trust protector, which is kind of a super fiduciary. They have duties and authorities that can um, above and beyond what a trustee might have, let's say. They're a fixer. They're a fixer, and we, we like these statutes when they're properly implemented, and I have to underscore properly implemented in a plan. The trust protector is a very, very powerful tool that you can put in your estate plan, but it needs to be properly put in there because powers can be drafted such that um, a trust protector might a trust protector might have more authority than you wanted to give them. So it's something yeah. that it must be tailored appropriate to the situation. And, in, in, you know, the choice of a trust protector, I mean, you're, you're going to put in place someone that is disinterested. It's going to be a professional. It'll be an attorney, more likely than not, could be an accountant as another potential option. Etc. But this is a person that basically is there to address a number of different issues that are allocated to them to address. It could be conflict, could be accounting issues, uh, it could be removal and replacement of fiduciaries. Let's say that you do put together that plan, you choose to have your kids in place, and conflict arises. That trust protector could have uh, power to just remove and replace with a, a professional fiduciary, or they could have a power to force the parties to go to some form of alternative dispute resolution, or they could have the power to force an accounting from the person that is currently serving. Um, they also have the powers to fix issues with the trust. Perhaps there's an ambiguity in the trust. They may be allocated that type of power. Perhaps there's been changes in the law. That's one of the things that's also quite important with the trust protector is that they can you know, fix things within the trust, limited of course. But if there's been changes in the law and there's a advantage to making a change in your trust, the trust protector could be allocated that type of authority as well. You know, and Scott, we've, uh, we've talked about that in the past because – you know, estate planning is something that occurs over a long period of time for individuals. And many people who are putting their estate plan in place today, let's say, if we're doing, um, you know, an intergenerational family type estate plan where we're looking down through the generations and I leave to my children, they leave to their children, et cetera, like that, there are things that can be put in place that greatly enhance the transfer of wealth uh, through the generations in doing, you know, what I call tiered uh, generational estate planning. And it's just one of those things that makes sense when you've got an economic unit, i.e. the family, if it can work more together rather than against itself, which so many people do, um, you really can build um, a lot of wealth um, through proper planning. And I think that's when people take a look at that and they go, wow, and see how, how things can be set up to where they get really the goals and that they thought about getting. I mean, most people dream about goals and objectives and things like that, but rarely do they put them down on paper and, you know, fine tune them enough to where they can actually 
get those committed to paper such that you can be working on them. And the last thing I wanted to talk a little bit about today, because it's a near and dear to many of you, and that's taking care of your pets. I, yep, I was just about, I was watching the clock, and I'm like, I'm going to bring up the pets. So just got a few minutes, but uh, pet planning is something that's uh, rather significant for many of you and needs to be addressed. Yeah, and, and, you know, for instance, myself in my planning, I do have some, some pl- pet planning in place because, you know, I'm a single individual, again, uh, no kids, and I have pets. Well, they're, they're important to me. And, you know, our pets and oftentimes are an extension of our family, and we want to provide for them. When we become disabled, we want to make sure our pets are taken care of. Uh, when we pass away, we want to make sure our pets are taken care of. And so there are a, a lot of planning options that you have to take care of your pets. Right. So we have various pet planning options that we can discuss with our clients, uh, partly depending on and sometimes on the type of pet that it is. Um, there are what we call statutory pet trust um, that mm-hmm. have been codified into Washington law. We, we were one of the very early states uh, doing um, pet planning, um, pet planning trust and things of this nature. Um, it's not just for the Hollywood elites uh, with their, what I call their little purse dogs that they set up with a $10 million trust or something. I mean, that's kind of extreme. But for most of us, just taking care, care of our pets, most people don't want them euthanized. They want them to go to, you know, hopefully another good home and, you know, how that's going to happen and naming those people in your plan, providing um, assets to provide for the care of that um, animal over over time is um, becoming, you know, it's, it's pretty popular. So there's not a lot of plans well, and that don't have at least what I call pet planning light. You know, there's some mention of right. pets yep. all the way up to sophisticated pet planning. And pets can have, you know, this is just a reality, but I mean, pets can have fairly significant uh, needs, actually, from a, a, an economic and health standpoint. There are, and again, they're an extension of the family oftentimes, and sometimes animals have you know, health problems that require a fairly significant amount of expense. And so, well, you can buy insurance now for your dogs mm-hmm. and cats to, you know, pay their medical bills, their vet bills, if you will. Um, veterinary bills are, they can be quite expensive. They're, they're, they, they can be not quite insignificant. <laughs> they are not insignificant. Well, as we all know, folks, uh, the pet industry is a multi-billion dollar industry taking care of our fuzzies. So you might want to think um, how you've provided for them in your estate plan um, because I know how important they are to you and what they mean to you and your family and their, their proper uh, care if you're not able to care for them yourself or to make sure that they're with you throughout any disability that you might have. Hey, folks, we're uh, at the end of that proverbial hour. And so once again, I want to thank you for listening to Your Partner in Law. Please go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Get signed up for our next upcoming event, Retirement Roundtable. Don't miss it. Get your early bird tickets right now. Bye-bye, folks. Thanks for listening to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick. Event info, newsletters, and Your Partner in Law podcast can all be found at yourpartnerinlaw.com. To schedule an appointment with Rick Gregorick, call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. For more information on the show or to sign up for a free Partner in Law event, visit yourpartnerinlaw.com. Tune in next Sunday morning at 9 to Your Partner in Law with your host, Rick Gregorick. Simulcast on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH.